0: Who Killed Nelson Nutmeg Written and read by Danny Stack Chapter 1 Welcome to Nelson's Retreat Billy caught sight of the faded sign as her dad drove into the caravan park. Welcome to Nelson's Retreat, it said. Whether you're old or young, expect some fun. This was the third year in a row that Billy, her dad and her older brother Swindon were spending at Nelson's Retreat a holiday park right next to the beach and the dorset cliffs. The first time Billy had come here, she thought the place was cool because it was somewhere new. Although the cliffs were out of bounds, too dangerous, there was fun to be had on the beach and she's made some interesting friends. A tough guy called Shiv, a young nerd called Woody and a girl known only as the Colonel who was obsessed with everything to do with the army. When Billy and her family returned the following year, She felt the park had lost its novelty value. Not even the beach had the same appeal. But at least she'd got to hang out with her friends again. Billy, Shiv, Woody and the Colonel certainly made an oddball gang. They didn't really fit in with the other kids in the camp and they probably wouldn't have been friends outside Nelson's retreat either. But sometimes that's how the best friendships are made, in unlikely places with unlikely people. The fact her gang were back again this year gave Billy some hope that this summer holiday could be a little fun. She watched as her dad drove past Game Zone which consisted only of -of out-of-date arcade games and turned into an avenue full of identical white caravans. A few rabbits hopped back into hiding as the car passed by until it reached the very end of the entrance road. There's our caravan, shouted Billy's dad. Billy saw they had their usual place right next to the cliff path. As soon as the car was parked, Swindon swanned into the caravan and threw his stuff into the narrow bedroom he shared with Billy, leaving his dad and sister to empty the car. Typical, thought Billy, as she lugged her suitcase up the steps and found Swindon reclining across the sofa, reading another one of his books about aliens. Aw, look at the wee man, Billy's dad said, clearly finding Swindon's behaviour endearing for some reason, although Billy couldn't figure out why. I'm going out, said Billy keen to get away from her dad in Swindon Where to? her dad asked Billy turned with a fake smile Nelson's nutty hour I never miss it She didn't really have any intention of going to Nelson's nutty hour That was only for the younger kids Not for 12 year olds like Billy She ventured across the camp looking for Shiv Woody and the Colonel Her phone beat with the text It was from Shiv Wall it read Billy knew exactly what Shiv meant and where he was Feeling happier already, she hurried to join her friends. Chapter 2 Nelson's Nutty Hour Billy ran down the long row of caravans towards the swimming pool area. The Colonel and Woody were perched alongside Shiv on a brick wall that overlooked the pool. Hearing Billy's approaching steps, Shiv turned round and grinned widely, which Billy took as a friendly sign that he was pleased to see her he helped her swing her legs over the wall so she could join them. The colonel, wearing her usual outfit of military camouflage gear, was peering through her binoculars as if she was on some sort of secret mission. Woody was already giggling at the sight before him, but trying not to show it. Once Billy saw what they were watching, she grimaced because she had ended up at the very place she didn't want to be. Ugh, Nelson's nutty hour, she said. I'm too old for this shindig. Billy didn't really know what shindig meant but she guessed it was a trendy expression for some sort of event although Nelson's nutty hour was definitely not trendy nor was it an event at least not anymore not to Billy and the gang in front of them by the pool Uncle Derek, the manager of the camp in front of them by the pool Uncle Derek, the manager of the camp was trying to whip a group of little kids into a frenzy about the imminent arrival of Nelson Nutmeg Park's six-foot squirrel mascot. Uncle Derek wasn't anybody's real uncle. He just liked to call himself that, to be chummy with everyone in Nelson's retreat. Billy and the gang watched Nelson Nutmeg arrive and sure enough, the little kids went crazy. The squirrel waved his hands and danced around. The kids started a chant of Nelson, Nelson. The squirrel tapped into their hyperactive energy and made them chase him and Uncle Derek around the pool. It was all madcap fun but it looked decidedly lame to Billy, Shiv and the Colonel. They were 12 now and felt far too grown up for this kind of stuff, this kind of shindig. Woody, on the other hand, was still only 8. 9 in September! He was enjoying watching Nelson Nutmeg run around with the kids and do the squirrel shake. The squirrel shake was Nelson's cheeky trademark move where you pretended to shake someone's hand, but you pulled your own hand away to wave your fingers by your nose. Then you jumped around and wiggled your bottom. Woody couldn't help laughing as some of the kids made some comically bad attempts at the squirrel shake. Nelson Nutmeg's all right, you know, he said, but quickly changed his mind when he saw the rest of the gang disagreed. For kids! Shiv decided it was time to have some fun of his own. He held out his finger for Woody to pull. Woody pulled Shiv's finger and Shiv emitted a tuneful fart. He nodded, satisfied. That was a good one. (laughs) The colonel was still looking through her binoculars but the whiff of Shiv's fart soon disrupted her concentration. Are the drains blocked again, she asked, wrinkling up her nose. Billy had had enough of all this childishness. She was the eldest, and in her mind, the most mature of the group. She was more grown up than farty Shiv, more experienced than Nelson loving Woody, and more clever than a girl who went around calling herself the Colonel. You stay here exchanging farts, she said. I've got to go because I'm going to the disco tonight. But Billy, that's for adults only, said Woody. Exactly, said Billy. There was a brief pause. For a second, Billy thought that the gang were impressed. This was just the reaction she'd been hoping for. But then they burst out laughing. What? I am, Billy protested. You'll see. She swung her legs over the wall and stalked off, determined to show the others how to really have a good time as a proper grown-up. Chapter 3. Adults Only Later that evening, Billy snuck out of the caravan and made her way to the clubhouse of Nelson's Retreat, or Nelson's Barrel, as it was known. She was wearing her favourite dress, and she'd put her hair in a bun, like she'd seen in a woman's magazine. She could hear the thump, thump, thump of the music and the occasional laughter of grown-ups. This made her excited about going to the disco, but also a little nervous, What would happen when she tried to get in? When she got to the glass doorway, Billy ducked out of sight. She peered carefully through the windowpane and assessed the situation. A few mums and dads were dancing in the centre of the disco, while others sat around by the bar. Billy took a deep breath and decided it was time to go in. Time to join the grown-ups. Billy stepped into the room. She stood there for a moment to see if anyone would say anything, but they were all busy dancing and chatting. This made her feel more at ease. She allowed herself to relax and decided to head towards a seat in the corner. Ah, ah, ah. No entry for you, little kitty. Adults only. A disapproving mum appeared, seemingly out of nowhere, and blocked Billy's path. Billy was taken aback, but she didn't want to appear weak. I know, she said, and took a confident step forward. Do you know what adults means, little girl? said the disapproving mum with a sneer, blocking Billy's path yet again. Do you know what patronising means, old woman? Billy replied. She knew what patronising meant, to treat someone like a child, so she was quite proud of saying it to the disapproving mum's face. The disapproving mum looked shocked. Billy enjoyed her moment of triumph, but in a quick movement, the disapproving mum steered Billy back up the stairs and shoved her out of the door, back into the cold and dark. Billy couldn't believe it. How dare she? But just as Billy stared angrily at the disapproving mum, She felt another hard push on her shoulder. A very hard push. Grrrr, said an angry voice. Billy turned to see a rather creepy-looking bald man holding a gas canister close to his chest. He was large and round, like a wrestler or a security guard. He seemed angry that Billy was in his way. I hate kids, he said, trying to intimidate Billy. But Billy wasn't scared. Not yet. The bald man scurried down the pathway, muttering with displeasure as he went. "'lobbing the gas canister from one hand to the other. "'Weirdo,' thought Billy. "'But then she forgot all about the creepy ball guy, "'because from somewhere in the distance "'came the sound of shouting. "'Shh, keep your voice down!' "'Billy knew immediately that something wasn't right. "'No!' someone else cried in reply. "'The voices were coming from somewhere near the cliffs, "'the same direction the ball guy had come from. "'Billy suspected that he was involved. "'She wanted to know what he had done.' and who was arguing in the distance. The wind was howling, and the waves were crashing on the beach below. It was too dark to see anything, but Billy was curious. If she couldn't go to the disco, then maybe she could find out what was going on by the cliffs. Maybe it was something interesting. It was probably dangerous. It was certainly risky. It was most definitely grown up. So she set off to investigate. Been listening to Who Killed Nelson Nutmeg? It was read by Danny Stack from his own novelisation of the film. To find out more and watch some clips from the movie, visit nelsonnutmeg.com.